you are on the Wellness Walk. I'm your host, Delisa Richardson, and my goal is to empower you to step into your greatness by knocking down the mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual barriers that are holding you back. We're breaking chains and taking names on the path to healing on the Wellness Walk. Hey, thank you so much for tuning in to episode three of the Wellness Walk. My name is Delisa Richardson, and I am so excited to have you here on this podcast journey with me. You know, just a few days ago, we turned our clocks back and we got that one hour of sleep. And you know, when you start to see the fallback memes and all the fallback posts on social media or the news media starts telling you, oh, remember to fall back, we are all hyped and excited because we're like, woohoo, I get to sleep in an extra hour and it's all well and good. And then something crazy happens, right? After about a day or so, you look outside at 4.30 and it's dark and you're sleepy and you're fatigued and you're wondering what's going on and then maybe you start getting a little moody and as the time goes on, you maybe start feeling a little depressed and you're like, what is happening? All of a sudden, that extra hour of sleep that we thought was going to be so great for us has turned into something that maybe is not so great. And that's what we're going to talk about today on the Wellness Walk. We are going to talk about seasonal affective disorder. What exactly is seasonal affective disorder? You've probably heard the term or the acronym SAD, S-A-D, and you're like, okay, well, give me some information on what exactly this is. Well, according to the Cleveland Clinic, seasonal affective disorder, it's a depression that occurs at the same time every year, usually in the fall, it tends to get worse in the winter, and then it tends to lighten up in the spring. Now, how common is it? From reports, roughly half a million people in the United States suffer from seasonal affective disorder, and three quarters of those are women. I talked about it in the opening, but let's give some more symptoms of what it might feel like for you if you are suffering from SAD. There is anxiety, irritability, some sadness, loss of interest in your usual activities. You might withdraw from your social activities. There's this inability to concentrate, kind of a brain fog kind of thing, extreme fatigue and lack of energy. Your body might feel just heavy. There could be an extra need for sleep, and you could have an extra craving for foods, you know, sugary carbohydrates, and even some weight gain. I found this to be true for me when I first realized that this was something that I was suffering with, but it took my husband actually talking to me and telling me, hey, I think that something is going on. I think you need to go to the doctor. Now, you know, I have a lot of other issues with chronic disease, so I kind of just threw it off and thought, okay, well, it's just a flare-up of my colitis or something of that sort. I really did not think anything on the realm of seasonal affective disorder. And my husband kind of brought it to my attention one time. I love to cook. And during this particularly bad period, I had not gone into my kitchen for about a month. And I didn't even think anything of it. My husband was great. You know, he took the reins and made sure everyone was fed and all of you know that good stuff. No one starved. He had hid some things in cabinets that normally I would have found 
had I been in the kitchen, but I hadn't been in, in the kitchen for a month because I was laying on the couch. And for me, it was one of those things where when I didn't have to give up and put on, you know, face for work or a project that I was working on where I had to go out in public, I always put on that facade and I felt like I had only the energy for that and then the rest, I was done. Once I hit the door, everything came off and I was just laying on that couch. I wasn't doing anything else. And I was so thankful that he kind of brought it to my attention because I couldn't see it in myself. I went to my doctor and had some tests done. And I also went to my therapist. And that is where together my team came up with the SAD diagnosis. So what are some treatments to help with seasonal affective disorder? I do want to preface that you do need to speak with your doctor or your medical team before you do anything on your own, any of the things that I'm about to mention. These are some of the things that were helpful for me and have been helpful for a lot of others. The first thing that is very popular is light therapy. So let's talk a little bit about light therapy and what it does. Light therapy basically brings kind of the daylight indoors. It mimics the daylight. It gives you a full spectrum of light, but without the UV rays, you know, the harmful rays. The natural light gives the signals to your body to kind of relax, to focus, to feel revitalized. When you start light therapy, it's important for you to continue it through the entire season. You'll notice a difference in about two to four days. But if you stop using it, those symptoms can come back. So I love my happy light. I turn my happy light on for about 15 to 30 minutes in the morning, and it just gives me a boost. Another thing you want to do is check your vitamin D levels and check your iron levels. You know, go get your tests done by the doctor just to make sure that there isn't anything else physical going on. Movement is a great thing, and it's probably the last thing you're going to feel like doing, but just getting out and doing some movement that feels good to you will help with these symptoms. And even though it is getting chillier in some parts of the country, you know, go out, bundle up and get out into the sunlight in the morning, just a quick stroll around the block, or even, hey, get out in the sun, sit on your porch with some warm coffee, you're all bundled up, just soak in a little bit of those rays. Another thing you want to do is eat a nutrient-dense diet. When you're dealing with seasonal affective disorder, you might tend to want to eat a lot of carbohydrates and a lot of sweets and things like that. And that will only kind of make you feel worse because your blood sugar is going up and down and all around. And that's not something that you want. So you want to just make sure that you're bringing in foods that are nourishing to your body that your body really loves that will make you feel better. Another thing to think about during this time is maybe ramping up on your therapy sessions. If you know that you tend to get down there, if there's any kind of a triggering event for you, then go ahead and schedule those early. Get them in. Start before the time change. If massages make you feel better, schedule some extra massages, some extra trips to the chiropractor. Just be proactive during this time of the year. I like to call it setting up your SAD or Seasonal Affective Disorder Wellness Plan. Your mental, your emotional, and your physical, and your spiritual health are something that you need to address in your wellness plan. All four of those things are something that you need to have a written out plan for so that you know what you're going to do to help you through this time. 
And you can also change it up in the spring and summer. Just have your whole year plan. It's something that you can do twice a year. Let's do that instead of messing with the clocks, okay? Have your seasonal wellness plan. This is what I'm going to do in the spring and the summer. This is what I'm going to do in the fall and the winter. Take a real hard look at what's going on in your life around those times. Ask some trusted friends and family what changes they might see in you during those times. And then you take that information, talk with your medical professionals, talk with your mental health professional, your wellness team, and together you craft the best wellness plan for you. Because we do want to make sure that we're on top of our game so that we're doing everything that we are meant to do and that we can have so much boundless energy and just joy to get through this life on this rock that we live on. It's really easier to do these things in advance than when you wait and then you're down and you don't feel like it. It can be a struggle then to kind of pull yourself out of it. So being proactive with it makes things so much easier for you and you'll find that you'll have just an easier time getting along. Another thing that you might want to do is journal. You know, I'm big on journaling. So get all those feelings out. You know, when we get depressed and we don't feel well, things kind of ruminate in our heads over and over. So writing things down, really getting in tune with your body and how you're feeling, writing all that down and then kind of examining, okay, well, is this really true if you have a negative thought or why am I feeling this way? And you can kind of work through that. That's something that will really help. And always have a plan B, as with anything, you know, have a plan B in place. If you know that you get a lot of invitations during this time of year and you're just not feeling it, then just have a plan B in place. And that could be just a statement that you're going to send out, letting people know, hey, I'm not available. I need to take some time for myself. And if they are worth their salt, they will understand. If not, that is their issue. That's not your issue. You're doing what's best for you and you just keep it pushing, move on. They will get over it. There was recently an article published in the Journal of American Medicine Neurology that really showed the research that they were doing around what goes on in the brain when you do the time change. And there were some suggestions there that maybe this is something we should just do away with. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out over the years. For me personally, hey, do away with it. I like easy. I'm all for easy. So if I don't have to get up and turn clocks forward and back and then my body and my circadian rhythms go all nuts, uh, let me know what you guys think. And I just wanted to let you know, those of you that struggle with holiday stuff, you know, this is coming up and I'm going to touch on this in another episode, but we're like a couple weeks away from Thanksgiving. So I do just want to say that I want you guys to really be gentle with yourselves. And you already see the Christmas stuff is in the stores and the Thanksgiving stuff is in the stores. It was really in the stores before Halloween, I know. And I've seen on social media, a lot of people got stressed out by that. Just seeing some of this Christmas stuff, they're like, oh, hell no. I totally get it. Totally understand. And probably the next podcast, we're going to talk about 
crazy holiday stuff and how you can get through that effectively. I hope I was able to shine some light on seasonal affective disorder, telling a little bit about how it affected me in my life and some things that you can do to either eliminate it in your life or lessen the severe effects so that you can go out and do everything that you need to do and just have that joy that you need to live life. Thank you so much for listening. You know that I appreciate you so much. I know that time is something that you can't get back. And I'm so grateful that you choose to spend time with me listening to The Wellness Walk. Now, you know that you can contact me on social media, Delisa Wellness, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Send me some messages. Let me know how the podcast is going. You know, I know I'm new to this thing, so I'm up for feedback. If there was any information that you got that you found particularly helpful that you acted on and you've made some positive changes, oh, please let me know that. I will be so happy to know that. And just go out and conquer this week. If this show resonated with you, I'd love to hear from you. If you found a helpful nugget of information or had a breakthrough, please hit me up on Instagram or Facebook at Delisa Richardson Wellness and let me know. As always, be kind to yourself and stay on the path. Thanks for listening to The Wellness Walk. I truly appreciate you hanging out with me. Be sure to tune in next week. If you enjoyed today's show, be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Now, I'd love to know what you think and how the Wellness Walk can serve you in the future, so feel free to leave a rating and an honest review. Take care, and until next time, keep your head up and keep walking towards wellness.